It is what it is. All Crazy. right. Yeah. Yeah. There are snakes on the plane. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. What Absurd. happens to him? He's got to avoid the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? It's a bear that eats cocaine. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought it was brilliant. It yeah. was. It was so fun. And then like I walked away and I was like, I, I'm no better than I was before I walked in here. <laughs> yeah. There's no like moral of the story. Mm. It's just a wild, crazy. I feel fun. like that's what people need right yeah. now. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, uh, just turn your brain off. Mindless. Yeah. But what's bit. weird is like I'll get. I'll have really strong. I only have really strong opinions about really stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like when during the pandemic they were putting out a lot of stuff straight, you know, streaming or whatever. And I remember like um, like uh, Godzilla versus Donkey or King Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong. <laughs> That'd be cool too. Like that came out, and I watched that. Just, and I was like, I got a lot of problems with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going to hang your hat on? Is, yeah. 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 But Cocaine Bear, uh, no notes. No notes no for notes. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, so, it's a perfect film. Yeah. See, I heard the one thing that wasn't good about Cocaine Bear is it didn't reference Hollow Earth Theory. Oh, God damn you. <laughs> he knows. He knows of my problems. Oh, so this is your problem about <laughs> yeah, uh, Bowser and there was Donkey There was also a thing of like, uh, I went and saw that movie uh, with our friend, comedian Gwen Sunkel. Yeah. I'm meeting brunch with my people though. The homie Dyke just cooked up a feast and we bout to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the poutine. Daddy is rolling blow dream. Them boys got down a routine. It's nap town culture. Cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit back, relax, grab a drink and smoke. It's hard to brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. And with me, as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. The Sloppy Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's your catchphrase that you always say. All right. I am, uh, yeah, I'm Thaddeus McGee, uh, the Sloppy Poppy. McKee, that's your last name's McKee, remember? I've never said it right. <laughs> you, always, you always goof that part McKee, up. McKee, yeah, it's, it's hard. Uh, I'm adopted, all right? So, <laughs> it's not my original last name. You, but, look, you look a little different this week. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I've i been inside. Mm, <laughs> ashy, you got that, that end oh, of winter ash. I got that end of winter ash, yeah. yeah I think um, that's what it is. Yeah. All right, on the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last woke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. Hey, oh, you gotta pass this over to Zach. Oh, shit, sorry. My bad. I forgot you would not know that then. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to double down on the sloppy poppy. <laughs> I mean, I think that's an improvement on the catchphrase. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, we have two uh, very special guests with us in studio um, from Can Can, the uh, director of advancement. I. I did that without my prompt. Oh, so good. So good. Andrea Watts <laughs> and uh, Michael uh, Conley, the executive chef of the Brasserie, correct? Yes. I yes. Nice. That was a quiz. You guys both passed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you yeah. for having us. Very excited. Um, so I don't I don't know where to I don't know where you guys want to jump in. Um, very excited. I, let me just say this about Can Can. Uh, big fan. I love it. Uh, I love everything that's over there. I love Amelia's. I love uh, the Brasserie. Uh, I went there. Well, your host today was Gwen Sunkel. Um, and um, we went there a couple weeks ago for some sort of themed, it was like a three-course brunch or something like that. And it was just, yeah. everything was excellent. Um, it's a real cool vibe over there. And I, I love the the bar that's kind of in between there. I love catching a drink. Before a movie, I went and saw Cocaine Bear there recently. 
I spilled M&Ms everywhere accidentally. I felt real guilty about it. But you know how it goes. Um, but yeah, so was Michael, how long have you been an executive chef for? I've been there for about two years now, but that's a recent promotion, about six months. Oh, nice. nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks so much, yeah. That's awesome. Been what? in the industry for a while. So yeah. Did you? Are you a culinary school graduate? Yes, I sure am. Where'd yeah. you go to school at? Uh, New England Culinary Institute. In oh, Vermont. awesome. Yeah. And then how long have you been like cooking like after school? Uh, about six years. Oh. Yeah. I went to school and then came back, started serving, and then I found my heart with uh, Carlos Salazar from Rook. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. We love Carlos. Yeah. That's uh, great. From there, went and started working at Bluebeard here and there, and then COVID hit. Had a little break. So you went Rook, Bluebeard, and now you're at the Brasserie? Yep. It's a hell of a trajectory right there. Yeah. You Thanks, it. man. <laughs> that, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, what, what, like, what things are you excited about? What are you like now that you're six months into yeah, taking uh, over? Like what kind of changes and what kind of things are you doing that you're excited about? So I, I want to kind of bring the movie side and the brasserie together more and more as possible. Yeah. Um, so I did Lilo and Stitch recently. Awesome. I did a pig roast and people really enjoyed it. We did two seatings, three course. It's really nice. I have vegetarian options as well. So it wasn't just all about the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, from the future going on, I would really hope to always have a vegetarian option on, some sort of pescatarian option, and then obviously snacks here and there. So you can just come in, get a snack before you go to the bar, mm. or when you're at the bar, and then go yeah. straight into the movie. So it's quick, quick, easy. quick light bites before. Yeah, yeah that's really smart. Um, I well, you know, and we're a sucker for theme over here on Harder Brunch, so I, I I really like pairing. The idea of pairing like movies to yeah. to the food. So yeah, like I've actually never been to the Can Can. So yeah, my, like my bad. Like no, that's what I'm saying. So like uh, I'm not into the culinary world all that much, and like so is that what it is? Is you um, pair a movie with not food? always, no. not always. Okay. So it's a full separate restaurant. Okay, a full separate bar mm-hmm. and a movie theater. Oh, okay. All in the same building. And it's, yeah, not only a place to to catch incredible films and eat really good food and drink awesome drinks, but also a a place to build community. So we do a lot with um, local nonprofits, um, just kind of donating the space to to institutions like Creative Mornings or Big Brothers Big Sisters or reconnecting our waterways. So we're a little bit more than just a movie theater with a really dope restaurant. Yeah, this sounds like an experience. Yeah. yeah. And stand-up comedy. You guys yeah, yeah. we do, com- comedy there we do well. a little bit of everything. That's where I've been. I've been to Cam's show mm-hmm. upstairs. So I haven't really experienced the full Can-Can uh, yeah. experience, but yeah. this sounds dope. It's good. And <laughs> yeah. our, our drink menu also has not just booze, but we have some um, no AB or... Non-alcoholic Yes, drinks. there it is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, they have that, and they also have CBD infusions. So like the Delta eight or 10 or whatever, and you could do, um, you know, sativa or indica strains there. So it's, I mean, we're pretty versatile on what we have to offer everyone. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Do you ever do any like CBD or THC cooking? We are going to more than likely for 420. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Looking at the menu for it and just going to offer probably a small menu with our regular menu. Keep it kind of simple. Some kind of appetizer, dessert kind of situation. What movie are you going to pair with that? Because there that's are options. Still up in the air. They're still in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'd love to give you a definitive answer, but it's still up in the yeah. air. Yeah, yeah. We've got um, we've teamed up with Mona, um, to do um, an April eighteenth, so right before t- four twenty, and they're going to offer edibles, and then the the bar's going to have drinks. Um, 
and then Pineapple Express is the movie that there we're you playing. Go. Yeah, so, like, yeah. No, there's like the opportunities are endless. Like think of your favorite stoner comedies. Right, that's crazy. Yeah, literally like, the sky's the limit. Yeah, it's it, really weird that I can talk about this for my job. <laughs> right, I'm like, right. like, do we go with Cheech and Chong or do we go with Pineapple Express? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super exciting. Yeah. So really fun partnerships. And then, yeah, like Michael was saying, we could like the opportunities are literally endless. Yes. Fun. Is there any crossover in like the ownership? of everything or is it all completely separate uh the ownership yes is a crossover for okay. the brasserie amelia's and bluebeard okay mm-hmm. That's what I'm yeah so the restaurant side is um you know ed and tom mm-hmm. you've had tom on the on the show oh, before yeah. uh he's wonderful they're both wonderful and then um one of the other co-founders is um sam Supfin, and so they are kind of the guys with the the big dream um daniel um also, he's our artistic director. This was kind of like his weird idea a couple, like, I don't know how many years ago, but this was like a nonprofit art house cinema, a, a void that Indianapolis was missing. Right, when you go yeah. to other big oh, cities, yeah. you see these mom and pop pop theaters and, and yeah. now we have one. So it's super exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Or just even having like an art theater that was like on this side of town. Yeah. Like there was always like a Keystone. Yeah. You yeah. Art Keystone. Keystone. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A trek involved. And I got to say, King Hands a lot cooler. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You offer a lot more. That's for sure. I don't. So I don't know. I'm not familiar with like. So if you want to like just play something like you want to play a movie for 420 or for whatever, you know, Um, does do you have to like do they have to buy that? Like, how does that work? Like, how? Yeah, we work with like a, a film broker. Um, that kind of does that for us. So like, we'll get the licensing to do that. Um, I'm only like two months in, so I can't talk about it in super great detail, (laughs) but I know that, um, we're doing everything legally (laughs) that we are licensed to do it. Just not an underground show. Yeah. No, but we are doing like, um, B movies Monday nights for free. And, um, the, the, I love that your cookie dish today was uh for theodore rex that's april 3rd so oh nice yeah um and then that's a Whoopi goldberg 90s like buddy cop sci-fi situation and i appreciate that you watched it because it's it's a bad movie and that's what (laughs) but it's so bad it's good it's like campy right that's like one of those movies that like they used to go into the movie theater because they didn't have air conditioning it's just like (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's so hot our air conditioning's out we need to go somewhere watch a movie yeah we're just gonna watch a movie yeah well i'm from an i'm from an age of like like when i was a kid one of my first jobs was working like at a video store and i would like hang the like they'd have like the little rings that you would like pull the ring off or or you would put the box back up and so i spent so many hours just reading the backs of movies Mm -hmm. so i know the plots of so many movies that i've never seen before (laughs) because i would just do that instead of my job that i was supposed (laughs) to be doing i would also hit golf balls back into the adult section so i could look at the covers that's where i saw the title backside to the future for the first time it's a beautiful title yeah back in the day back in the day i used to rewind the dvds yeah Uh, well, let's, so, um, you were asking me earlier, Thad, you were asking me about how, uh, why I was wearing, um, this hat. Well, is the part of it is, um, it's time to take this smoking goose hat off. Uh, I've been wearing it for three years. Uh, it's time to take it off once, once and for all, um, to make room for another <laughs> smoking goose hat. underneath. <laughs> Hatception over here. Oh my god, it's a hat within a hat. So wait, are you going from the black hat to the gray hat? 
Well, it's all part of our, our to celebrate our new sponsor, uh, uh, Smoking Goose. Oh, hey, <laughs> yeah, has come on as a in a in a full partnership with us, <laughs> and um, very excited, very excited. Um, so we um, are going to actually have them. They're going to sponsor this new segment that we're calling the Smoking Goose Brunch Breakdown. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you in part by the NFL. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I can't wait till they take all your sponsors and money for using that sound. <laughs> uh, would you Would you mind sharing this microphone with Zach just for yeah, the next part so he can talk about some of the food? Uh, so we'll start off. Um, Harder Brunch presents brunch at the movies. Um, the first dish was so we. I tried to keep it all within April movies, but we had to cheat a little yeah. bit. Some of the films that were coming, I was so not familiar with. I was like, I don't even know how to be yeah. cute. I don't even yeah. know how to this like the our house thing. So um, so I feel like we we got dialed it in pretty much. But I don't know if cocaine. Bear is still going to be playing next month, but how can you not do cocaine bear? Yes, right. Yeah, so I did uh, cocaine bear claws. Uh, <laughs> I made bear claws that had raspberry filling in them, and then put them on a whole mound of powdered sugar <laughs> to make it look like a. I would say Scarfacean mound of powdered Scarfacean. sugar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad guy. Can I eat a bear claw? Uh, and then uh, I did the movie Return to Oz, which. I cannot stress enough how much it traumatized me as a child. Like, I think maybe a core memory was me crying in the middle of this film and my mom taking me outside and yelling at me because we squandered money on a, on a movie that, that, I, that I definitely ruined for everybody. So this movie is very, very close to the heart. When I saw it, I was like, I have to do something about it. I have an, also a traumatic connection to Return to Oz. My mother almost remarried once and he was obsessed with that movie. So I saw it over and oh. over and over. Uh, he also was obsessed with, uh, not tombstone, but the other pizza, he had all their merchandise <laughs> and shit. Like in every, in every episode of the Simpsons on VHS that he would tape. Uh, was that traumatic for you? I don't know. Well, actually the <laughs> Simpsons were the okay part. Okay. But, yeah. but yeah, no, that's the creepiest. Is it a kid's movie or? I don't Return know. to it's Oz? A, yeah, it's a, it's a creepy movie, it's, it's a living nightmare that goes on. I mean, for adults, <laughs> it's great. Like, it's something you take a little D8 and you go and enjoy, you know. I'm, I'm sure it's great. But as a, I was just looking up clips, and I was having, like, flashbacks. I was just like, oh, there's that creepy rock thing. There's that. But um, so, for those of you that don't know, this, this movie, again... Uh, sold as a ch dark children's fairy tale. It's a Disney movie, which is crazy. Oh. Is uh, a young uh, Farusa Balk from uh, The Craft, and uh, she played Vicky Valancourt in uh, The Water Boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's her when she's like eight, and for, it's a sequel to The Wizard of Oz, but somehow Dorothy's younger. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> she gets sent to Oz via electroshock therapy, and then uh, she has a talking chicken. Um, and the like Oz is all messed up and it's like under attack from this queen who has can take her head off and she has like this throne room full of different heads and Dorothy has to like creep by all these heads and they're all watching her it's so it's a horror movie for children is what it is <laughs> why did they think back in the day that they just put realistic puppets in a movie that can <laughs> as a child's film like horrifying <laughs> dude the the poster is horrifying yeah so uh, they they replaced kind of the like I guess the Tin Man and everyone's in it like at the end, but most of it is just these new characters. So there's like a, a Jack Jack Lantern headed guy. 
There's a, uh, a a flying couch creature with like a moose head, and then like a like another knockoff uh, Tin Man called TikTok of all things. Oh wow! Uh, Relevant. Yeah. Now streaming on Disney Plus though. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna go watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's the just to keep keep everyone up to date on what Return to Oz was. Uh, but yeah, so I did a fried chicken with a pumpkin risotto. The chicken was for her pet chicken. Uh, the pumpkin risotto was for the jack o' lantern guy, and then I tried to uh, make the fronds with the uh, with the rosemary there. It the way delicious. you sold this movie, I I thought it was like actually a rated R like requiem for a dream movie. It it feels like that. It does. It's, it's, it's slightly it's, disturbing. Yeah, right. yeah. It was good. It, the risotto tasted like a warm hug. You said that like earlier. It was so good. Oh, thank it you very much. Perfect. Yeah. Um, very much enjoyed it. And then the next dish was the pineapple pineapple express. Uh, I saw this was something literally I saw. I think I either saw on Instagram or TikTok as I was coming up with ideas, and I was like, I want so this. Is, I have to. I want to do this. Um, and I work at a barbecue place, so I was fortunate enough to use the smoker at work and wrap it up, and um, uh, it turned out pretty well. I, I think I'm always like, if I do something the first time, like if I could do it three more times, I could like really nail this, but. Um, we we figured it out and rolling that bacon lattice is like you do almost kind of roll it up like a joint too. So I was like, this is very much of the theme. That bacon was thick too. That was yeah. thick bacon. Two and C's, was, no K. Right? Yeah, right. Smoking goose bacon. We were talking about that. We like our bacon yeah. thick. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, you called it smoking goose bacon. Love it. Thank you, sponsors. Um, and then uh, the movie Coraline, which I've only seen once, mm. um, which. It's kind of a weird kids movie too, but uh, like I saw it as an adult, so it didn't traumatize me. <laughs> but I did see it. I was invited to a comics house when I first started doing comedy, and it was like a it was a Tyson Cox, yeah, and it was like a, come over for a comics hang. So I thought it was like his birthday too. So I was like, oh, we're gonna rage, and I brought like a, I had like two I had like beers under each arm, and I came in. I was like ready to party, and then I walk in, and it's just like three people watching Coraline very quietly. <laughs> And I'm just like, nobody's drinking. And I was just like, oh, this is like a quiet viewing of Coraline. <laughs> like, this is not this is some a very indie sad shit right there. Yeah. Birthday no, party. This is not what I thought it was going to be at all. And then I'm just the only guy drinking beer. So I'm like, now I look like I have a problem. Um, and then, do you want to share the last one there? Um, I think this is, oh, there's always a favorite of the day. I think this was mm -hmm. definitely my favorite uh, because it was a surprise to me until about three seconds before you guys saw it. So it was a, a shock all around. So I did mine based on Theodore Rex, and the gimmick in that one is it's in the future, and they have dinosaurs that they've brought back, and they can also talk, and they can all, they're also telepathic kind of. They can like sense each other, like, but they don't eat meat anymore. And mm. to try not to eat meat, <laughs> Theodore Rex's favorite favorite dish is cookies. He has like a cookie robot in his uh, in his house that like shoots him a cookie across the room when he's leaving for work and everything. So I made dinosaur sized chocolate chip cookies. They had uh, white and, and semi-sweet chocolate as well as macadamia nuts. There were some uh, dried cherries and cranberries in there yeah. as well. And they were giant, like larger than a dinner plate. Yeah. And they were great. It was great. I love a good. I love a good cookie. I love macadamia nuts and anything. Gwen yeah. said it's manhole sized. And they literally were manhole sized cookies, like bigger than your face. My so kid good. was so upset when, like, I made some, I made some extra ones for him. Just like you didn't give it into your family. I, I made some extra ones for him, and then he looked at. He's like, "But I want that one." <laughs> the big it's one. like, "Little dude, you can't eat." 
Oh, fucking chocolate chip. I was going to say that. That sounds like a core memory, memory for your kid. Is like, <laughs> dad made these giant cookies one day and took Listen, them all. This is for my adult friends. They need this more than you. <laughs> it was that damn podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you. Um,. I feel like I feel like Theodore Rex, just from what I've seen, it has a very like uh did you ever see like the original Mario Brothers movie? Yeah. yeah. It has that kind of vibe to it of just like we've got this money to spend. I don't know. <laughs> right. Dinosaur you, did a, you did a great job of pitching it. Like if you had to go into a movie like into like an office and be like, What's the next movie? If you sold that pitch, they're <laughs> like, We got half a million dollars. Let's yeah. take a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, which one do you want to see now of the two? You want to see both of them, don't you? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, you know where you can go see them at. <laughs> This place called the King King. There it is. There we go. There it is. Bring it full circle. Like that cookie. There we go. Do you guys ever gonna watch movies there? <laughs> yeah, we, we need to go. We do staff screenings. Oh, nice. Yeah, so anything that we want to see, we get to tell, like, tell them what date and what time, and then the whole staff serving, yeah. bartending. It's nice. That's super well, fun. Team bonding. That is super fun. Yeah. yeah. And then you guys also have. Uh, it's not technically in the same building, but it's right across like the parking lot there, uh, the Amelia's Bakery. Yes, of course. You guys brought some fresh baked goods. Yeah. I love when guests bring gifts. They don't have to. No one has brought to. Brought you t-shirts. Got brought you stickers. But, brought well, you when some they do, candy. it's always it's always uh, much appreciated. And, um, and yeah, Amelia's is just, is, so I, I used to have a food truck and like all my buns were from Amelia's yeah. and everything else was from Smoking Goose. And <laughs> I like to keep it loyal, you know. <laughs> if you mention them five more times, they actually up the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you said like a Smoking Goose would appear. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Here's $13,000. I wanted like a little animated goose to come across the screen oh, when we do. Fun. <laughs> the brunch breakdown. Maybe it starts biting me. Can, can you get on that, Zach? Can you get on animating the goose? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, how did how did you uh, start off being coming a part of ConCon? Yeah, um, I got laid off in January. Congratulations! Yep, yeah, there you go. it yep. was like, and it was right among the like Salesforce stuff and everything else. I mm. wasn't with Salesforce, but I was sort of in the same boat, seeing all this stuff. It's like this sucks. Yeah. So between sob sessions, I um, got my liquor license reinstated and um, texted Tom and Ed and said, hey, are you guys hiring? I'd love to work at Bluebeard or Can Can and just yeah. cool off my jets and hospitality for a minute. And they said, no, actually, we're hiring for the nonprofit side of the cinema and mm. you have some skills that can lend. So I like my background is like really heavy in public relations and um, some light fundraising. So it kind of seemed like a good natural fit, but I really wanted to bartend. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, I, I read Get the job description. I was like, this sounds stressful. Let's go for it. Yeah. So I did, I did start interviewing and, and now I've been there two months and it's weird cause I've um, followed like Sundance and Oscar buzz my entire life. And now I'm paid, like pinch me. Right, I'm paid yeah. to do that. Now. Yeah, it sounds stressful on paper until you realize, oh shit, it's movies. This like is you, a dream. Yeah. yeah. And it's food and yeah. with talented people and mm -hmm. it's it's super exciting. So that's kind of how I landed there. But um yeah. 
That's awesome. How how are the films selected like that you guys are going to play? Yeah, we have um, uh, Gabe is our programming and operations manager and Abby worked at Heartland for mm. a while. So she's got that great operations mind. Yeah, they're kind of um, doing that. Daniel, um, one of the like founders of the of the can can also helps to his artistic vision and, and what kind of programming we have. So that's awesome. So yeah. it's a, a, a bit of a group effort. Group effort, a team effort, very collaborative. And I'd say if you have any ideas, just, yeah. Yeah. Now, do the, do you We're ever open. ever get a chance to jump behind the bar and make your dreams come true? <laughs> no, but I keep telling them I've I, got my liquor I've got license. This license. I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. Somebody called in sick. Just somebody train her how to shave some nutmeg on some. Because right, it's yeah. like it, that's the thing is the drinks are sort of complicated, so yeah. it does take a little bit of a, like. Everybody's getting a gin and tonic. Somebody gets some canned cocktail. Yeah. There is behind the bar. Yeah. But no, it's it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, put me in, coach, and that's yeah. kind of my mentality. But they they know they. Can use me if they need to. Yeah. Oh, we had uh, at the beginning our theme song was uh, I don't know if you noticed, but our theme song is Serious Black. Yes. And I I saw you at Bless, right? You yes. were Bless with a state was, senator. Yes. Andrea oh. Hunley. Yeah. I helped uh, do some social media and, and messaging for her campaign. So okay. Not only am I involved in all these other things, I also really like politics. Yeah. You you're a yeah. busy human being. I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, it was just a weird thing of like I, I'm, I'm actually believe it or not pretty like even for a stand up comedian I'm like awkward, socially awkward. It's so like just confirm. like just yeah. like just going out to a concert. It's like, like seeing your teacher like outside because yeah. like, she literally was a teacher. So yeah. it's like so whoa. Fun. Uh, she's doing dope shit everywhere. No, and it was neat to be at the show right before they were at South by Southwest. I just mm. thought that was um, pretty cool to see you know Indianapolis musicians and artists making making you proud to be from here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, great guys, uh, series came on as a, as a guest and it was kind of a half joke, half serious thing that we like wanted him to do the theme song for like years. And, so and, uh, our old co-host was like, I don't know, I'm going to email him and offer him this money and blah, yeah. blah. And then he came and he was like, I'll do it. I'll hook, I'll hook you guys awesome. up. That's awesome. And then I was just like, okay, like send it whenever he went upstairs. I thought he left. He went upstairs did for like 20 it? minutes and no, he just figured it out in his head. Whoa. And it came down. And then I think he did like three takes and like, like a magician. Yeah. I, I mean, wow. we're just sitting here amazed. Talent. He, yeah. he, he made Zach the producer. Zach's never produced music. He's like, <laughs> I hope I'm doing this right. That sounds great. Zach, he did a good job. Yeah. Good. It is wild when you see people that are acting actually talented <laughs> what the fuck am i doing i know i don't i won't have that problem looking over this way today no you won't dude Bruh. uh no but like yeah it's i think also too is like we get so used to like seeing how the comedy sausage is made that right, like literally when you see anything else you're just like oh wow that's, that's cool. like when i see somebody who can sing too on top uh, of like who's funny and can sing or can cook or do something and i'm like i can't do fucking anything <laughs> i'm a fraud i can't i can't type i still i can i, can hunt, I do this really quick yeah i'm a really good like two two finger hunt and yeah. peck is what they call it but like when i see someone that just uses the home key and just like types i'm like that's like a superpower Dude, it's, yeah just seeing anybody be able to do something especially artistically mm. like and you're like oh shit like there's levels and i'm not anywhere near that it, it, even impressions mm. like when somebody can do a good impression i'm like all right i have no talent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am i gonna do Fuck. uh what are what are some of the the fun like events and stuff you guys have coming up at can can uh so i'll be doing a ramp dinner oh nice uh, three course vegetarian ramp dinner 
What is a ramp dinner? Sorry. Uh, ramps are kind yeah. of like a bulbous, oniony vegetable okay. cool. that's grown on the Midwest, East Coast, Canadian side. Um, it's kind of like a chef's heart, I guess, at a certain point. It comes to a certain time, and they yeah. are perfect for eating. Right. And it's really nice to have something that is sweet and also oniony, and you can pretty much pair it with anything you want it to. Now, I know you said you studied in Canada, right? It's uh, <laughs> Vermont. Vermont? Uh, but no, but you lived in Close Canada, enough. right? I did. I did. You lived in Canada. <laughs> did you pick this up in Canada? Is this a Canadian no, thing? No, this, okay. this is actually a Midwest thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Very yeah. strong Midwest thing. Okay. Um, also, like, Virginia is very big into it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll be making a three-course dinner, uh, completely vegetarian. It'll be 30 tickets sold, nice. and the date might be moving here and there, but we'll see. It, it'll nice. definitely be on the website and available. Yeah. Cool. Are you going to have a cool pun for a name? Uh, for the ramp dinner? Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. They're also like talking Krampus about Krampus or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go, yeah. yeah. Like they also- <laughs> you already knew about that. You had that already in your head. You something you like this. You about that for You're like, damn, it's not Christmas, but fuck it, yeah. we can do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yeah. Also talking about doing a ramp fest. Yes. So that's with a couple other restaurants and kind of um, the, the street in front of Amelia's and um, Stomping Ground is a little gift shop. It's mm. like a little commercial corridor. Yeah. Um, but shutting down the street and turning it into like a little bit of a, a block party for, yeah. for ramps. I come so. to Ram Fest. That's, That's so yeah, fun. Yeah. 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 That's so fun. Well, like one, like I love, like my jam is doing collaborative stuff with mm-hmm. people that are good at what they do. Yeah. And my other jam is doing ridiculous stuff. Meat cake. So, yeah. Like, like the meat, meat cake, cake competition. Yeah. So like a ramp based street festival. Like yeah. that sounds wonderful yes. like that yeah. sounds like so much fun yeah. because like you really get uh the weirdos to come out for stuff like that you know but like the fun weirdos no like the hippies yeah. that like yeah. to like yeah. forage and shit like that is that is fun sorry i yeah. said that no, yeah, I, I right. yeah we, we uh zach and i, I were talking about is a bad word. <laughs> yeah no hippies is okay <laughs> yeah. yeah she dropped an h-bomb <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, this, is a, this is a family program lady what are you doing <laughs> we uh Oh man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> ramps, like ramps, ramps. I like big ramps. Yeah, ramp. There it is. No, that's yeah. a bad one. Well, and uh, all right. So when when's the next dinner? Uh, it should be the April twenty eighth, I believe. Okay, and I know that you got to get out of here pretty soon. Uh, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate yeah, no it. Thank You've you been so much great. For having me. Um, I want to check out some of these dinners. I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, come on and through. any excuse to go back to Can Can. It's yeah. definitely fun. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Come along, friend. We've got a long journey through the Middle West to return to the ring. A ring? What ring? The dark ring. It's not a ring. It's a circle. Black circle. And there we will complete our quest at Middle Ground Comedy Festival. It's dangerous to go alone. I shall bring my wit. And you'll have my antics. <laughs> it will be process. Join the epic journey to Middle Ground Comedy Festival, a comedy fest in the middle of the Midwest, April 27th through 30th at Black Circle Music Bar in Indianapolis. With headliners Dwight Simmons, Mandy McKelvey, Stuart Huff, Brandy Posey, and Sam Talent. And musical guests Sirius Black and Lisa Frank and the Trapper Keepers. Get tickets at eventbrite.com before they're gone like second breakfast. This week on the After Brunch Podcast. No, no, no affiliation with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> because of legal reasons. It was legal. There was um uh, they, there was a cease and desist. They did ask me to wear pants. <laughs> yeah, they on did, stage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was wearing nothing but a red shirt, fist in a jar of honey. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that what they call it these days? She's getting fisted in front of She's getting fisted down in a thousand acre woods. <laughs> Join us at patreon.com slash harder brunch. And we're back. Uh, we lost uh, Chef Michael. He had to go to work. I mean, that is dedication right there. Yeah. You know, coming over to Harder Brunch. I always tell people to take the rest of the day off because yes. it's kind of like a Thanksgiving situation. <laughs> Eat that meal and then go shuck oysters. Yeah. Yes, that, dollar oysters every Sunday from four to six. So that is a great deal. It's a good window too. That and we had some uh, we had some extra guests in here and they were like just talking about it upstairs. I yeah. heard like I was like, "What are you guys doing?" They're like, "Well, we heard about the dollar oysters." <laughs> Come on like, down. Yeah, I was like, "Don't be afraid of it." <laughs> Um, I like that you're wearing your uh, Johnny cardiovascular eyes. Uh, no, nah, dude, I'm Billy Heart Disease now. Oh. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah, you're always coming up with the best jokes, Dad. I like. I really like that. Um, where? So, what? What's your origin story? Like, where? Where are you from? Where? How? How did you come to be? Who uh, hurt you? <laughs> um, what are your traumas? Yeah. Born and raised in Indianapolis, and decided to to stick around. I went to Ball State for school. What side of town are you from? Um, oh, no, North side, North side, Pike Township okay. schools. Did you go to um, Pike? I didn't. I wish I did. Um, I was. I uh, went to Westfield High School. No offense to the Shamrocks, but it's a little white up there. That's a white guilt talking. <laughs> yeah. You know? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I went from like being exposed to so much like hip hop and rap to being like people drive their tractors to school here. Like <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. I mean, this was before the Grand Sports Park, so it was like horse farms mm, and yeah. whatever. But now it's it's a completely different place. Yeah. Um all of Hamilton County really is um kind of that suburban boom happening. But um oh, yeah. yeah, love Indianapolis, went to Ball State for uh a, a couple, I had like a very expensive identity crisis. Oh. Six years of college, but only one undergraduate degree. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. What, was your, what was your first track? Oh gosh, telecommunications. Okay. Um, I also did uh, political science um, and gender studies. Um, mom thought I was a lesbian. I was like, maybe I am a mm -hmm. little bit. Um, and then did mom drive you that direction? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. She was like, you need to join a When I was like a gender studies major, she was like, oh, and, yep, there, there you it go. Is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, and then let's see, uh, did some film studies too. So all oh, of this full yeah. circle, my like yeah. f off here at Ball State. This is, this is perfect for yeah. off, baby, full yeah. circle. Mm -hmm. So. Wasn't um, it crazy that we expect someone at like 17 right? years old to be to like- To know what they want to do? Yeah. Right. It's so overwhelming. Yeah, that's yeah. like, a, all my friends are engineers, uh, <laughs> but all they did was play video games their yes. entire <laughs> childhood and yeah. college years, and now they make shit tons of money just doing programming, and you're like, all right, wow. yeah. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ball State, um, and then stuck around Indianapolis, and- worked for the city for, for six years. I worked at WFYI. So I have a little bit in, mm. in fundraising and like membership development. So relevant to, to can can stuff. We do offer memberships. So oh. what's that look like? Um, there's a couple different levels. Um, there's like 35 millimeter, um, and there's 75 millimeters. So like cute names and, uh, like corresponding perks to, to oh, go nice. with those memberships. So there's like individual or dual membership. So you and a significant other could, could go to the movies. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, we are also a nonprofit and we do, um, 
a lot of community things. So it does help us kind of in, enrich the, our city mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a different way um, through membership. I so. like that you're driving people back to movie theaters. Cause I mean, to be honest yeah. with you, uh, <laughs> I got a VR headset uh, and you can watch movies like yeah. you're in an IMAX with that. So you got to kind of actually yeah. offer a lot of things. Well, creative programming and experiential, like cinematic experience. Mm. So like right. seeing people dress, like they get so excited for a film, they dress up for right. it. Exactly. Like yeah. having it be um, something else. And I think people are too like, why would I go pay $12 to see a movie or even more than that if you're going to like AMC or wherever. Right. But why would I, when I could stream it at home in my jammies with, and I get some Grubhub or whatever, like yeah. people are like, you know, pandemic pajama life, right, which yeah. is fine. But then it's like, how do we make the movies like the whole experience of getting popcorn or getting yeah. a drink and getting mm-hmm. dinner? Like, how do we make that attractive to people again? And I think that, by doing the like the our like uh, pineapple express screening and like other right. different mm-hmm. partnerships like that yeah. that it's the room yes the room yeah. oh my god oh, sold out screenings yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and and people were so excited to meet Greg Sestero oh yeah and yeah. he like was the cutest person ever because he went to like visit James Dean's grave and like mm-hmm. did all this really cool Indiana stuff and he was like I loved it here I can't wait to come back yeah. Yeah. My, uh, well, Gomez, my, one of my bosses has yeah. his signed copy of the room yes. by Greg, like front I mean, and center yeah. work. Also, I did want to touch on something, uh, Derek, the movies that you're watching in VR, they're not going to be able to play at can can. Those are, those are private movies that you're watching in virtual reality, <laughs> man. I was waiting for the after party. Yeah, I was definitely going to jump all right, on that. Hey, look, I will watch the big dick Lebowski <laughs> and the big Lebowski. I can watch them through VR. Okay? Which one yeah. first though? Do you? Well, uh, I doesn't watch the whole movie. No, I watched the, yeah, no, I know all of the lines in both of them, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's a hundred percent. I I think now is like, you have to make it an event, like a bunch of comics. We went and saw, um, uh, what is it? Whatever the killer Santa Claus movie, uh, violent night. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we rented out a theater and it was just our group of people. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fun. Like this, this made movie, like, yeah. because he, it took me back to like being like in high school where you would go in a big group and like, yeah. and that it, was the thing to do. Yeah. It was yeah. an event. Yeah. yeah. When you'd actually get excited when the lights would go down. Well, it's kind of, it's almost like, I think it's coming back into fashion now, but it, it was kind of almost the thing that was going out of like, Hey, does five people want to go see a movie together? Yeah. You know, I'm like, what? Or like, I remember even just like watching, like you, I'd be excited to have all these YouTube videos and like, you'd be at a party, you'd be winding down and like, you'd start playing something and then your friend would play one that they liked and mm-hmm. then you go back and forth. And now it's like, I feel like when I like, try to play like a YouTube video for somebody like, just send it to me. What are you doing? Right. I'm yeah. sit here and watch something mm-hmm. with you. It's a yeah. shared experience. Yeah. That's, right. that's yeah. part of the beauty of yeah, it. We kind of have to relearn that. Don't Let's we? get back to we it. Yeah. Re- yeah. This shared experience. Nobody, nobody, uh, nobody shares music anymore. Mm. I had a professor that told me in college, he goes, we used to sit in a room and you're old enough to do this. No, but my I always sit in rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You do sit a lot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he would be like, yeah, we used to sit in a room and listen to music. He's like, you guys don't do that anymore. Like a whole album. Like a whole album. Yeah. And, yeah. and I feel like the same way with Like movies. a listening party. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I used to, my friends would, hey, do you want to come over and watch, you know, yeah. whatever movie? We don't, yeah, nobody does that anymore. It was like, it, I, I didn't go to college straight away from high school. Yeah, you went to camp, I know. But, but um, when I was college age, like we would always just have, we had like, 
Because you would like buy a DVD or something, and then it was like you got to get your like money's worth out of it. So there was certain films like I remember like old school just always being on in the background. Yeah. Like we'd yeah. have a party or something, but it was just, we had like three movies and they were always in the heavy rotation. Right, yeah. and they were always on in the background. Yeah, that was a big Lebowski for me. That was oh, I love always. Big Lebowski. I know. I went to at Keystone Art Cinema. They did like cult movies at like midnight, so it's kind of a very late showing. Yeah. And people dressed up in their robes and they had white Russians. Like right. that is, that's fun. If people you, yeah. like that If you stuff. did one of those at the Can Can, well, I know at least it. 50 people that would show oh, up. I would I mean, love that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Th- that, and that's the thing. It's like the possibilities mm-hmm. for fun yeah. are endless. Mm-hmm. Well, like going yeah. to like co- cocaine bear was so brilliant because, and I was like trying to explain this to somebody because it was like, it's just a fun like there like there's no message <laughs> right yeah there's no like no. you should be a better person it's just like right yeah uh we said cocaine and bear right and we delivered on those <laughs> two <laughs> promises the crazy thing is it's based on a true story right like, yeah not that i like dug in but there's the taxidermy bear mm-hmm. um was bought by country star waylon jennings at some point it was stolen out of a warehouse this taxidermy cocaine bear and now it's a tourist attraction yeah, like in Tennessee, a, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's become this this. It's a thing. museum, right? Yes, like it's the, just like crazy. And then all the other like, then I saw um, on the Cocaine Bear like movie Twitter feed or whatever, they were like crazy animal headlines of like animals like accidentally eating their owners' edibles and like mm, getting yeah. like like it's actually wild um, to to read some of the headlines. But yeah, no, it's um, Elizabeth Banks directed it. Um, and she's a badass, but like, I was like, Carrie Russell is in this. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't realize that it was like, there's nothing been like this since snakes on a plane. Yeah. Yeah, right, like, yeah. it, it is what it is. All Crazy. right. Yeah. Yeah. There are snakes on the plane. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Absurd. What happens to him? He's got to avoid the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What is it? It's a bear that eats mm-hmm. cocaine. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was brilliant. It yeah. was it was so fun. And then like I walked away and I was like, I, I'm no better than I was before I walked in here. <laughs> yeah, there's no like moral of the story. It's just a wild, crazy. I feel fun. like that's what people need right yeah. now. Yeah, just, yeah, just uh, just turn your brain off. Mindless. Yeah. But what's bit. weird is like I'll get I'll have really strong I only have really strong opinions about really stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like so like when during the pandemic they were putting out a lot of stuff straight, you know, streaming or whatever. And I remember like um like uh Godzilla versus Donkey or King Kong. Yeah. Donkey Kong. That'd be cool too. Like that came out and I watched that Just, and I was like, I got a lot of problems with this movie. <laughs> That's what you're going to hang your hat on? Is, yeah. 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 But Cocaine Bear, uh, no notes. No notes no for notes. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. It's, like, it's, so, it's a perfect film. Yeah. See, I heard the one thing that wasn't good about Cocaine Bear is it didn't reference Hollow Earth Theory. Oh, God damn you. <laughs> he knows. He knows of my problems. Oh, so this is your problem about yeah, uh, like, Bowser and there was Donkey There Kong? was also a thing of like, uh, I went and saw that movie uh, with our friend, comedian Gwen Sunkel. And... Uh, when one of the main characters comes on, I'm like, what is that? Ice Cube's son? And then I didn't realize it definitely is Ice Cube's son. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I just, thought I just like really made a funny joke. And then you're like, no, it is. Every, and, then, and, and the thing is, everyone knew it but me. Like I was the <laughs> only one that didn't know that. He looks exactly like he, Ice Cube. He does look exactly like <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. This up. Oh, my bad, Cody. Um, that's awesome. Uh, what do you do? What do you do when you're not? 
when you're not working at can can and you're not doing politics, like what do you do for fun? Yeah. Um, I would say there's not a lot of relaxation time. <laughs> I would say I have zero there's chill. No joy in the life. Um, <laughs> just oh, work. I'm finding joy somehow. Uh, I'm a president of the Fudger place neighborhood association. So, oh, nice. um, and then I also do like communications and consulting in addition to my, um, can can duties. So, um, a recent, uh, really exciting, um, partner client is rethink 6570. So it's talking about, um, you know, the history of our highways and transportation okay. system and, yeah, yeah. um, highways were built and on purpose went through communities of color and immigrant mm. communities. Yeah. So it's talking about maybe doing some highway caps over some stuff yeah. and having green space and economic development. So, um, super exciting stuff, but yeah, I'd say <laughs> I stay a little busy, yeah. um, with my, my friends that are in politics and then, um, other nonprofit involvement, but, um, I live a very full, I think, and rewarding life. I yeah. That's well, I, I, I feel like there's a connection there to comedians too. Cause like we're always going, I mean, yes. it, it, and everything's fun that we're doing, you know, to, usually it's fun. Right. It is a grind though. Yeah, but, you're right. but it, it's just like, yeah, it's just a lot of like, what are you doing next? Well, I'm doing this podcast and then I'm doing this show and then I'm doing mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I'm in the sketch. Creative pursuits. <laughs> yeah. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think, I think we tend to attract those personalities too. And like, yeah. so it's not surprising like somebody that's like a workaholic. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's same. <laughs> same. Yeah. Like, a little bit. Yeah. And I was like an obnoxious person in high school where you're like, Oh, she's in student government and she's a cheerleader oh, and she's this and she, oh, and she wants to get involved with the Amnesty International uh, high school chapter and write about like letters about Darfur and stuff. Like, you know, I, I was always doing like, I've never really stopped mm -hmm. that. It's just always been obnoxious. <laughs> I've just gotten less pretentious about it. <laughs> <laughs> Working at the can can it, it it is a dream job because it's it's involving all of all the things I love. I, I mm. mean, movies since I was little have always been an escape for me. Mm. And um, it's nice to just get stuck in somebody else's drama yeah. or sadness or like shared grief for like you know a couple hours and then you're back to reality. Yeah, but it, it is um, or c comedic experiences. Like I I love like a dark comedy. Like we were talking about Triangle Sadness right. earlier. It's just making light of <laughs> the the darkness of the world. I think is is super important and and why comedians are so important to our society. Well, and that's the I mean for me personally, like I I'm always I mean obviously I'm uh, always in awe of people that like do the big work, right? You know, like teachers, people that yeah. are trying to move the needle, anybody like that, people that are trying to help society. Yeah. Like, that's great. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I knew from a very, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a long time, but I knew from a very early age that me personally, I was like, I could never have a job where part of my job is to like hinder or inconvenience people. Yeah. And so I was like, that rules out anything from like telemarketing to like being a cop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like anything where like part of my job is to be a bummer to someone else. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I can't, I don't want to do that. So it's always been like food and like artistic entertainment and yeah. stuff like that. It's just like mm -hmm. in this little way I get to like make people happy for a minute, you know? Right. And it's just like, that's where I've been drawn to. So like, working for a cool movie theater is like, yeah, yeah that, that sounds like a dream gig. This works out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, also it uh, fills the function of being super busy all the time. Yes. Yeah. I'd say um, our first week we had the room screenings, which are sold out 
And then um, Going All the Way, which was like a 90s um, movie based on like author, local author Dan Wakefield's book. Mm. Um, and it was filmed in like the Red Key Tavern and, and oh, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah, Indianapolis yeah, yeah. Museum yeah. of Art and yes. Ben Affleck's in it. And so oh, they did this yeah. like during the pandemic, a director's cut because they found all of the the what they shot the movie on. And he said they kind of Hollywoodized it. And it wasn't his artistic vision. So he was able to do this like director's cut, yeah. how he would have wanted it, you know, yeah. done. And then we had Dan Wakefield, who's like 90 something years old yeah. and um, actually pretty sharp for being such an old man. And then uh, the, the director there for a Q&A after the film and it was a sold out packed theater. And it was right. just like, wow, this is my job now. Right. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love hearing stuff like that because I mean, I just got back from LA and people are like, what is there to do in Indiana? And yeah. then I don't know about if you notice this, but like comics love to shit on Indianapolis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just like, not one. just comics, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, they're, and they're always like, there's just nothing yeah. to do there. And I was like, okay, so you have never taken a moment to even just Google something. No. To do. Like people hate it so bad. Like comics hate it so bad that they will purposely take this take Indianapolis off their schedule. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you like? No, I mean, just, just walk outside for us. There's also two like lonely planets, like a travel blog has an, a headline of an article and I'm obsessed with it still, but mm -hmm. it's like how, why Indianapolis is sneaky. Cool. Right. Mm. Yeah. We are not in your face. Cool. Maybe it's yeah. not the first place you're like, oh, I want to go to Miami or I want to go to New York city or I want to go to one of these big cities. But like Indianapolis has a really cool, incredible culinary scene. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And like arts and culture. When you think about butter, when you think about yeah. like all of these incredible things going on in our city, it's like, no, we're actually like, very fun and um, if you're looking in the right places it's a magical place. Right. And that's what kills me is because these people who want who think they're they're cool, right? Yeah. Love what do you like mean these people? <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, fake that. <laughs> oh no, I'm fake that? Alright, yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't say you people. Okay. All right. But like no, they like they want like this yeah. idea of like this underground cool scene. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's here. Mm, yeah. yeah. You just have to look take half a fucking second. Yeah. To look like in and you'll find it like yeah. and so I hear like the people in L.A. Uh, they're like, well, so what's there to do in India? I'm like, you just have to come and put in like half of half a like ounce of effort. Also, yeah. I think in the past 10 years, our city has completely changed for the better. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think one of like hosting the Super Bowl was a big part of that. I think a lot of people did realize like, oh, I, this city can actually yeah. like pull its own, you know, but like our food scene has completely changed in the past 10 years. Yeah. Like yeah. our, like the cool, you know, like can can stuff, cool stuff like yeah. that. Like when I think of like stuff where like I, when I would like work a front of the house, I would be that kind of ambassador to the city and I would be like, you got to go to the love handle. You got to go here. Yeah. You got to go there. Yeah. But yeah, people just don't know. And like one of the biggest problems with, uh, you know, us doing like a lot of like independent comedy shows and stuff in the city is that I feel like there's all these people that would probably come to an independent comedy show, but they don't know how to access it. They don't know where they're at. And it's like, Mm, accessibility. I, I, yeah. I always say this too, where it's just like almost any single night of the week, you can go somewhere and watch a live comedic performance of some sort right. in the city. And I don't mm -hmm. think the majority of people know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. part of, part of my crusade is to get the word out, you yes. know, it's right. like our city's cool. There's all this yeah. stuff. Like I don't think and it's for lack of there being cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think people try to gatekeep their, our city either. Like we're, I, I, I don't know about you, but like I'm, 
I'm welcoming to people if I'm like on an indie show to be like, hey, like, yes. you know, you don't usually do come out, but come out, like see what yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. you know, there's a there's kind of a gatekeeping in other cities where it's like, no, we want to keep this hush hush. Like, mm, yeah. yeah, there's something too I think that we possess. And I was at this um, this like tourism, sports, entertainment thing last week at IPY and they were talking about, you know, what makes an attractive city, especially to like Gen Z. Yeah. And it's having things like an activated river walk, like mm -hmm. embracing the white river, thinking about how we could make it. And when you think about all the development that's going on mm -hmm. West with the Indy 11 stadium and Alonco, um, yeah. uh, the old GM um, stamping plant, like uh, there's so much cool stuff happening and it's just going to get cooler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I was trying to do a cool segue into the tinker plug and I just completely dropped the ball. I was like, so you guys like coffee, right? There's also this really cool coffee shop that we've got <laughs> in here. It's like, the yeah. The thing they, about Indianapolis, when I think about Indianapolis, when I think about Indianapolis, I think about the best damn cup of coffee I've ever had. Oh, yeah. And I get that at Tinker Coffee, um, which is the official sponsored brunch uh coffee of harder brunch there we go um and also you can they have a coffee subscription you can have coffee delivered to your house if you use promo code brunch you get 25 percent off oh yeah. i'm doing it tonight that's crazy they're Here's also the creative mornings sponsor as well so they come they're great yes I've, they're incredible i had early partnerships with them when i had my food truck yeah and uh we both kind of like the first year of the irvington halloween festival which is like this huge festival yeah. uh we got in too late to be part of like the regular food trucks so we just set up at the bike shop and i and i just asked tinker coffee i was like i don't know there's like uh you know whatever ninety thousand people or whatever however many yeah. is coming i was like just set up and sell coffee people are gonna be it's gonna be cold people are gonna be out there yes. all morning and then we just slang burgers and coffee together awesome. all morning and stuff like that that's yeah. awesome yeah um can you drop a beat for me there jake well thank you so much for being on the show today uh this has been really fun uh, where can people find you and follow you on social media? Yeah, we've got um, Can Can Cinema on Instagram, um, Twitter. We're on Facebook. Um, my handle is Andrea M. Watts. And I'm just really grateful you guys invited me on today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And obviously all these movies, Cocaine, well, uh, Return to Oz, Pineapple Express, Coraline, and of course Theodore Rex will be playing yes. in April at mm -hmm. Can Can. Yeah. So go check that. Are we going to go see Theodore Rex? I feel like we should. Yeah, I mean, I think we should get everybody together to do a brunch, <laughs> a, a brunch gathering. To go. Yeah, yeah. Or we could do an away game at the brasserie too. That'd be fun. Mm. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna talk to Chef Michael about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Derek James. <laughs> it's been Derek James this whole time. What is me? Oh shit. Uh, okay, find me uh, at LOL Derek James on Instagram. Uh, next week, uh, I will be at the Drop Comedy Club in South Bend. Nice. Yep. Friday, Saturday. I'm actually also coming back Saturday to the matinee show at Helium Comedy Club. So you can catch me there as well. So yep. Zach Rome. And you can actually find me at Sloppy Poppy <laughs> on all social medias. Uh, I'm at Dyke Michaels across all social media. We also have an amazing Patreon. If you go to patreon.com backslash Heart of Brunch, uh, we do an after show with uh, comedians where we just chop it up and it's really fun. Only $3. 
Um, why am I still paying five? <laughs> <laughs> Only ten dollars if your name's Derek James. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.